In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ is in our midst. <clears throat> We've had many celebrations in the past weeks leading up to the celebration of Christmas, the Nativity of our Lord. We prepared ourselves for this great celebration where we commemorate, where we remember, and where we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And we heard leading up to that celebration so many verses and so many teachings from Scripture and also from the hymns of the church and from the prayers of the church. Everything that pointed us to something, to an event that took place in the history of the world and an event that means everything to us as Christians, as followers of Christ. And then from this celebration of the Nativity, it continues on until the celebration of Theophany or Epiphany. We know it by both names, both because it was another event in the life of our Lord that happened just before <clears throat> he continued on, rather, into his public ministry and walked towards his final years and days on this earth. And we celebrated this feast that is also known as the Feast of Lights. Ton Foton or Ta Fota, the, the Feast of Lights. Because we now come to today where, as is our custom or our tradition, the day after a great feast, we also celebrate what we refer to as the synaxis, or the gathering of those around our Lord. After Christmas, Nativity, we celebrated the synaxis of the Theotokos because it was the Theotokos who gave birth to God. And today, on January 7th, we celebrate the synaxis of St. John the Baptist because, and if you want to know about St. John the Baptist, read the first three or four chapters of the Gospel of John because it tells us everything we need to know about who he was. And it even refers back to hundreds of years before Christ to the prophet Malachi and also Isaiah who spoke about the person of John the Baptist when they said that there will be someone coming, a messenger, someone, a voice crying in the wilderness who will prepare the way of the Lord. This is John the Baptist. He was indeed a voice crying in the wilderness. He lived in the wilderness. He, as we know and as we see on the icons, his dress was different than the dress of others who were in robes and cloaks and whatever they wore. He wore clothes that were more reflective of where he lived in the wilderness. And he ate what? Locusts and honey, it says. So John the Baptist was um, 
a real backwoods kind of a guy. Uh, he, he didn't live uh, with all the creature comforts that those at that time lived and like us. I suppose you might say he was a monastic because he lived in that way. But people came to see him. People, as we read in Scripture, were his followers. He was baptizing, as we again read, he was baptizing a baptism of repentance. And there are those in the church, the fathers of the church, who say this was analogous to our uh, mystery of confession. Even though it was with water, it was for the remission of sins, just as it is in our confession. The tears of repentance we speak about, and, and uh, as our Lord said, if you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you uh, retain the sins of any, they are retained. This is the baptism that John was baptizing with. And then it leads us to the words that we heard today in Scripture. Because I, I, I've been thinking a lot about and reading and, and praying about the person of St. John the Baptist. Because I, I think, and I know we see in our church today and in our world today, a real earnest desire. Even if many people don't know what this desire is for, they feel it with the events that are taking place in our world. They feel this, this inner calling, this need to seek wisdom and guidance and to hear these words that St. John the Baptist, John the Baptist was saying, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent. Repent. Repentance. And we see all these things and, and we're impacted by all these things and we know somewhere deep inside of us something is just not right. And we hear all sorts of guidance, all sorts of, of words about the way we should be and what we should not be and what we should take and not take and who's right and who's wrong and where to go find the truth. These are no different than what John the Baptist was experiencing with people who were coming to him. They were looking for truth. They were doing all the things they were told to do. But what did John the Baptist tell them at the appropriate time? at the time of the coming of the Lord. He told them, it's not me. It's not about me. It's not about what I tell you in what you're doing now. It's about Him. It's about Jesus Christ. I'm going to baptize you with water. That's a good thing. You need to, to go through this, right? You need to repent though. And you need to turn from your ways. You need to turn from your ways. You are on a crooked path. We heard that gospel a few weeks ago. You are not on the right path. And John said the same thing about himself. He didn't make it about himself. You know, we see all sorts of people, even individuals who are in the church out there on the internet and on this YouTube and that, you know, that... Uh, podcast and it's very easy to fall into looking at them as the source of wisdom looking at them 
as their words, hanging on to their words. That's the same thing that John the Baptist had. But yet John the Baptist knew. He knew what his calling was. He was born, he lived, and he died with the sole purpose of pointing and directing everyone who would listen to Jesus Christ. I must decrease and he must increase. I must step back. I'm not even worthy to baptize him. And yet our Lord said, no, you will baptize me. Because our Lord wanted us to know and to see that he came to fulfill the law. The people were not under the law anymore. It didn't mean that it was discarded. It didn't mean that all these things were not for our benefit. But he fulfilled it. The light had come. It's up to us. It's up to us to respond to that. To repent. And this repentance is not just a one-time thing. Yes, we come into the church through baptism. This is essential for us as we begin our journey. Whatever stage of our life it is. But it doesn't end there. It's not about the baptism. It's not about being immersed three times or making sure that every piece of us is underwater. It's about the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit, if we call upon the Holy Spirit, is with us all our life. Our life is a journey. You hear me say that and you heard others say that. And our journey doesn't begin and end with baptism. It's throughout our life while we were here. The tears of repentance, the fathers say. That is our baptism from the moment of our baptism until the end of our life on this earth. And this is we are called to participate in every day, every minute of our life as we continue on in our journey. This is the message of John the Baptist. And this is why we commemorate him, not only today, today's the big feast of John the Baptist, but five other times during the year. Six feast days of John the Baptist, the greatest of all the prophets, on the ikonostas. There's not too many people we see here in every church. John the Baptist. And yet, it's not about him. It's about Jesus Christ. And for each and every one of us, it's not about us. In our journey, our journey is to a destination, and that is eternal life. And as our Lord Himself said time and time again, but especially I refer to uh, in the Gospel of John to the event when He was with Mary and Martha when their brother died. And this is a beautiful Scripture that reminds us that we must die before we can live. There's a quote. I had it here. Let me see if I can find it. It's in a monastery in Monathos. The monastery of St. Paul. It's a beautiful quote that the fathers of the church speak about all the time. St. Paul's Monastery in Monathos says, if you die before you die, then when you die, you will not die. 
If you die before you die, then when you die, you will not die. This is what we call dying to self and living for Christ. And this is what Jesus Himself said to Mary and Martha. And this is what John the Baptist was preaching. John the Baptist was preaching about truth. We are called to preach about truth. We don't have to hit people over the heads with it. We don't have to speak about our opinion or about what this person or that person said or thinks. We need to speak the truth. And for us to speak the truth, just as John spoke the truth, we need to live the truth. We need to live it every day of our life. We need to know it, and we need to live it. And that's why we come to the church, not come today or tomorrow or next week or be in church. It's we come to the church, the teaching of the church, so that we may know the truth. You will know the truth and it will set you free. You've heard that before. Know the truth. Live the truth. The world has all sorts of truths that it wants us to follow or live. We need to know the truth, the very same truth that John the Baptist literally lost his head over because he was not afraid to preach the truth even in the face of death and martyrdom. And one day we may be called to the same thing. I don't know. I hope not. None of us want to be martyred. But we do have to die. And we have to die to self. And we need to live to Christ. This is our calling as Christians. This is what John the Baptist preached. And this is what John the Baptist lived. And this is what John the Baptist died for. And we too are called to do that. And so let us do that. Let us do that every day of our life as we continue on in our journey to the kingdom. Amen.